0: Summer is just around the corner, and I could not be more excited. Those warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up for them with Factor's No Prep, No Mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to their menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals, which is so helpful for me, especially during those busy summer months. As you know, my mom and I, or at least me, are not great in the kitchen. I need to have things that are easy to cook and delicious and healthy. So Factor checks all those boxes for me. Make today the day you kickstart a healthy new routine. So what are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options, and treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. You can choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Factor truly has it all. So head to factormeals.com/barbknowsbest5050 and use BarbKnowsBest5050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code BarbKnowsBest50 at factormeals.com slash best 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is
1: active. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify.
0: Hello, everyone. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Barb Knows Best, the podcast. Hi, Mom. Hi, Michelle. It's a great day to be here. I'm your co-host, Michelle Maros. And as per usual, we have the lovely, peaceful Barb across the table in your living rooms, ready to chat.
2: That's why I love this so much. It's like sitting in our living rooms together.
0: Same, but different, but same.
2: So I hope you all are comfortable for this one. This is going to be...
0: Buckle up and dive right in. Yeah.
2: And it's perfect timing.
0: It is, because tis the season Mm -hmm. to be a lot of things. And when this podcast will be released, we'll be in the week of
2: Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving here in the United States. And then we move right into all the other December holidays. So All
0: of the season's greetings. And... I don't think it's any surprise to anyone if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time or if you've been following us for any period of time that family stuff for us is a bit wonky right now. And we've talked very often about the difficult dynamics that holiday gatherings can bring up and we've had multiple, multiple requests from you all on really how to manage different difficult family dynamics in general, but especially in the holidays. So this week we are dedicated to making your holidays feel a little less
2: chaotic. And more jolly. Tis the
0: season to be jolly. Gobble,
2: gobble, gobble.
0: Why'd you just look at me like that? (laughs) You're so funny.
2: (laughs) That's That's cute. I'm
0: bringing you some joy.
2: I think things always feel so much more intense and amped up and, and it's interesting why it is really a fascinating thing. One day we should dive into why is it that a holiday time should be any more chaotic than any other time of year, but I
0: think we know why,
2: but it often does feel that way that the dynamics within a family structure, the things that are happening in the outside world, traffic, trying to get a parking space or trying to do any of the things that we need to do seem to be a little bit more difficult than usual when we arrive into the holiday season. And here we are almost the middle of November and for sure we are into the holiday season, the beginning of it. So it's very interesting. I love that we're going to be talking about how to manage, but also how to like really thrive. I often talk about surviving during the holiday time when we come out the new year, hopefully feeling refreshed. So it would be really interesting to see if we can look at these tips and the things that we're going to share with you today as a a way of... You said it earlier today, Michelle, actually, I'm interrupting myself. You said how to keep our peace, Mm -hmm. you know, how to keep that sense of groundedness and be able to manage and move through all the chaos or the difficulties with some sense of ease.
0: Yeah, for sure. And to rewind a little bit when you were talking about why does it feel so much, why we have so much pressure. I mean, we know why, because we, society and we ourselves and our families place so much perfectionistic pressure on making holidays look a certain way and feel a certain way. You know, we all have those Norman Rockwell ideals of what holidays should look like, you know, the perfect tablescape, the perfect, happy family, the beautiful gifts, the gratitude, the cute matching sweaters, like whatever it might be. And we feel that pressure to live up to that expectation. And I mean, how many of us ever actually live up to that? I'd, we've never. <laughs> and so we think there's something wrong with us. Or like, maybe this year we'll get it right. And I don't think it has to be about that. And so just like with so many other things that we do in this podcast, I'd love to reframe what even a happy holiday gathering looks like for all of us. Because for me, it's it's I've redefined it for myself to be a lot simpler than all of that. And we'll get into that this episode for sure.
2: Well, I love what you said about getting it right we do this in life in general and i think we've talked about that on episodes in the past but there's there's no there's no right or wrong way to celebrate the holidays i believe for me and i love that we're going to dive into this a little deeper getting it right means that i have my sense of self that i'm able to be patient where i might otherwise be impatient that i can kind of collect myself all day long by taking deep breaths and realizing that all is well in this moment and the whole point of a holiday season is to really carry the love and the caring and the joy and the you know, the fun. So I think often what happens in holiday time, we lose the fun for sure. Sometimes that's really hard to, to imagine that it could actually be fun to plan and celebrate the holidays. So maybe that could be our intention today, Michelle, that we could look at how can we actually have some fun along with feeling the love and the connection that most of us are always desiring at this time of year, but but every day of the year.
0: For sure. And I'm someone who really, really loves holidays my whole life. I've loved holidays. I've loved the idealistic feelings that, that they give me and that I hope for. And for myself, I've learned to release... My expectation of feeling those feelings from the external world. You know, if I place all of my hopes and dreams in someone else making my holiday special, I end up disappointed very often. And life, you know, if you put all of your expectations on life just going the way you want it to, you set yourself up for disappointment. And I think the first thing we can get into as to how we can reframe is like, you know, if you're someone who loves holidays but find yourself constantly being let down, like let's figure out what we can do for ourselves to flip that script and reframe it and start to see what we can cultivate within ourselves that brings forth those feelings. Like I've learned to you know, even if I'm doing things by myself, do things that cultivate the happiness and joy within me and it's kind of taking the reins back into my own hands as far as what holidays will look like for me. And I know this is different for different people with family dynamics and different things like that or different responsibilities. But if we can start to ask ourselves like, well, what would make me happy and feel joyful or feel the feeling that I want feeling in these situations? Then we can start to put that into action.
2: I, I think we have to start there. And I think too often we don't. We don't say, well, what what would be what would make me happy during this holiday time? What can I give more of myself, but also not expect other people to do things differently? You know, that Einstein quote, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And I think we do that during the holiday times. We go into the holiday season with all the plans and we have the same plans. So I think what you're saying is really genius that why don't we take a break here and figure out what, what do we want? What would be our intention be for the holidays? And how can I personally, Barbara, how could I participate and what would what would be the best way that I could ensure an outcome that I'm looking for from my intention? And so I think that's having a plan, really, in all simplistic words. How can we actually go into the holiday time with a plan? I think it's why you and I decided we wanted to talk about this now before we actually jump into the holidays, have a plan. And I think most of the time we don't have a plan. We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants, doing what we've always done and Kind of, I would like to say, reacting a lot of the times instead of having uh, really intentional actions that we might want to take that will take us to where we want to go. So I think this is something you talk about so much, Michelle, about having an intention. Yeah. So for me, for this holiday season, things, since things are very different for me and for us with our family situation, it'll be it'll be so important, and I've recognized in myself to set the intention of how do I want the next couple of months to go?
0: Yeah. And I think to your point, having a a plan, my dad used to say to me all the time, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm -hmm. You are planning to fail, Mm -hmm. which is a Benjamin Franklin quote, but it is true um, because so often, I mean, we all, we always say, you know, time's going by so fast. The days, the weeks, the months go by so fast and these holidays kind of sneak up on us and then if we haven't really conscientiously set an intention or, or planned, so to speak, what we want, we'll, it'll sh- show up on our doorstep and then we'll feel ill-prepared. So definitely making plans is a great first step in setting those intentions for sure.
2: Well, because if we don't, we will just keep doing the same old thing over and over again. And we'll still have the same disappointments. Things aren't going to go perfectly. We're going to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I'm over this. That was so difficult. That was so chaotic. So really just sitting in quiet with yourself before you even launch into whatever it is you're planning on doing for the holiday and see what do I want and how do I, how can I actually make a plan of what I will do and what I will participate in, how I want to be able to show up for the holiday season without any expectations of what other people are going to do. They may say they're going to do this, or they may say they're going to do that, but really having a detachment, a form of this is what I'm going to do, and then I'm going to show up my best. I'm going to show up in the in the most full way that I can possibly show up and then have some detachment so that I can actually enjoy it and actually have the fun without having the expectations or the strings or the, they need to do this for me in order for me to feel joy today. And I think sometimes, when, I know for me, if I show up with a little bit of detachment, that doesn't mean detaching from the love or the caring or the the physical things that I'm going to do to make the time special or to make the time uh, fun. But it does mean that I don't have the expectation that other people are going to show up in a way that I think that they should, or that they could if they really love me and not for they really cared enough or all the th- stories that we tell ourselves. And I know if I have a little bit of detachment usually, I end up being a little surprised. Yeah, it's oftentimes a little bit a little bit happier than I expected. So it's it's a good idea, I think, to have your own plan and set your own intention without expecting other people to follow suit and do exactly what you think that they should be doing.
0: Absolutely. And just knowing that, I mean, not to be a real Grinch, but like holidays are just another day too. You know, we put a lot of values and importance on them because of the societal pressures. But you know, if it's not something that you're feeling you can let yourself off the hook too of, of any of it. You know, we, we can choose. And I think especially around the holidays, we feel like we don't have a choice. And again, everyone has different circumstances. So your choices might be, you know, looking differently, but we always have a choice as to, we can, we can opt out if we want to.
2: Well,
0: I think you can make it look like you and I, we're doing something totally different all of the holidays this year we're not following any sort of tradition or family practices or we're not going to be with any family um, and we're doing things that we want to do for the first time ever I mean yeah <laughs> well yeah and so it's been really interesting to think about what would we want to do in a situation like this and what would make us happy and because of all of the family difficulties that we're going through, we do have this opportunity to kind of to make our own choices. And that's been really exciting, even though it's going to look completely different than every other year. It might feel a little off in a lot of different ways, but there's also a lot of exciting aspects of it that we've never been able to feel before.
2: I think they're going, I feel like our intention is to have fun and enjoy each other. And I think it's going to be just that life has presented us with, with, with the situation where it's going to be different. So we had a choice. We could decide, Oh, we could, you know, brood and moan and groan and be really sad about how we're not, we're not going to be in a traditional holiday spirit or holiday time and follow what the rules that we've set for ourselves over the past decades. Or we could say, Hey, what do we really want to do? What will, what will bring us joy? What will be fun? And let's plan that. And so we can do that in every situation, whether you're going through a difficult time with family and so many people have had loss this year, last year. I mean, it's just, it's a lot for people at holiday time. There, there can be a lot of expectations, a lot of sadness, a lot of feelings about I'm not perfect, I'm not normal, I'm not like everyone else. And so it's so important. I feel like you and I, Michelle, have talked a lot about how important it is for us to carve out what do we want to do for ourselves. We are family. And how do we want to experience and what is most important in being together and having loving fun and family time with friends and going different places and doing all the things that we've mapped out. I am so excited. So I think that that can be done for everyone because remembering, remembering we can't be hard on ourselves. We really not, we cannot be hard on ourselves. That is, if you're hard on yourself, that is not a good place to be. You have to be, give as you said, Michelle, be easy on yourself and give yourself a break because we can never control what happens in the outside world. We can only control our response to it. And so it is really on us to be able to take power back and to be able to control the things that we can control and do what we want to do that is going to bring joy and love and happiness to this particular time of year. But then it's, I like to think this, Michelle, we're doing things so differently. This is going to be a template for life like it you i do feel like i have my power back and i'm actually looking f- i have no dread i have no um i don't want to say chaos but i don't have any heavy burdens i'm feeling this year about all the things that i need to do just really letting life unfold and doing the things that are in alignment with the intention that we've set for this holiday season so i think that we all could do that no matter where you are in your in your life and really taking your power back is how i feel really controlling the things that you can't control.
0: Yeah. And like our dear friend Tara Stiles says, who made the rules anyways? I mean, truly who made holiday rules? Like who said holidays have to look a certain way and be a certain way and unfold a certain way? Um, like really think about that because I know, I know there's lots of family traditions and dynamics that come along with holidays, you know, especially if you've got big families with, you know, long lineages of like things that are passed down. It's hard to kind of re-reassemble long-standing family tradition, but you know, who made the rules of what it has to look like for our own lives and how we have to show up? And just think about that and what you want it to feel like because again, we always have a choice. And it's interesting because I wrote a blog a few years ago about you know, simple, simple shifts for different feelings in the holidays. And it kind of feels, I really liked it Um, because, you know, I, I don't know how many people just like really feel completely fulfilled by holiday times. I think everyone gets that pang of sadness or disappointment or overwhelm. And so... I have these little simple shifts of things that you can do if you're feeling a certain way. So do you want to go through them really quickly?
2: Sure. I want I want to just add one more thing cuz I love I love what you said. You, I think what we're trying to say is there there are no rules. But we do have traditions. Many people do have traditions. So finding a way to honor your traditions, honor your families And finding a way to be in alignment in the flow of life of what it's presenting for you so that you can show up in the most loving, caring, fun, receptive way possible. And that means understanding that you cannot control any other person that shows up and that you don't have the power to do any of that, but you actually have the power to show up as you in the best way that you want to for this particular holiday season. And then I was laughing a little bit because... George Burns. Hopefully all of you know George Burns. I'm sure all of them that all of you that are what like millennials on up, you know, George Burns, right, Michelle? Oh, maybe not. Okay. So, so maybe it's 50 or 60 on up. Anyway, George Burns. I made a face. She did. George Burns said this, and I remember reading this years ago because my family life has been chaotic and unpredictable and just crazy most of the time. And then Plug in the holidays and it's it's like every person for themselves. It's really wild, and I remember reading this from George Burns: "Happiness is having a large, loving, caring, close knit family in another city." <laughs> so, I just thought that that was funny. I had to bring that up because I remember reading that a long time ago.
0: But what if you don't have
2: that? It what it means? that's what it means in another city. It means many of us. Oh, like friends and stuff. Yes, exactly. Okay. Like, for, well, it, it's a. For me, it was a twofold meaning. It meant, okay, I've got my family, but I need the I need the the distance possibly. Or my family are friends. Mm-hmm. They're they're scattered all over the world or all over the country or all over the city. So I just think it's it goes in alignment, Michelle, with what you said. Not participating in the drama that gets created from what we feel like we have to do or what it has to look like. And really maybe setting the intention this year to carve out what you say all the time. Showing up in life and how you want to feel.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
0: Yeah. The feelings are big for sure. So if you happen to be feeling stressed and overwhelmed about everything. Or sad. Well, I'm going to go through the different.
2: Oh, sorry. Okay.
0: The different feelings.
2: Oh, Oh, good. I love it.
0: For a reframe.
2: I'm here for it. Good. Okay.
0: Are you ready? I'm ready. If you're feeling stressed, you know, give yourself permission to stop. I think that for whatever reason, the holiday time feels extremely sped up and over-committed and packed and mile-long to-do lists and, of course, high expectations. We feel like we have to be everywhere at once and that we have to do everything. We talk about this all the time in regular times, but if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, just give yourself permission to stop for a minute. Go to the bathroom and take a breath like we talk about in regular times. And remember that you don't have to be your holiday superhero you don't have to, you know, come in with a red cape and make it perfect for everyone. Like we said, set an intention and show up how you want to show up, but you really don't have to do it all. And like you say so often, it's okay to stop and then start again.
2: I love that. And I think weave in we I think I know we've talked about this in another episode. Weave in that fourteen minutes a day. Remember one percent of fourteen hundred and forty minutes is 14 minutes. And we talked about how do we weave in a minute here and a minute there 14 times in a day. Just exactly what you said, Michelle, can we just stop and breathe just for a minute, go into the bathroom, go outside and walk around the block. Finding ways to be able to take a minute here and a minute there to bring yourself back to the moment of how you want to feel. And remember that study we talked about, 14 minutes of mindfulness, one minute breaks here and there all throughout the day. Have the possibility and really the energy and the power to... Transform the other 99% of the day. So it's really powerful to stop and breathe and yeah. begin again. I like to say stop, breathe, and begin again.
0: Stop, breathe, begin again on repeat, which it's really that simple. Not always easy, but it's simple. Um, if you're feeling lonely, you know, loneliness comes up a lot in the holiday times. Historically, it's a time for family, friends, and loved ones, but a lot of us don't have big social circles or, you know, close-knit families or, you know, loved ones nearby. We see it often displayed on TV and in movies and on social media. But I think there are more of us that, that have that loneliness feeling than we think. And I just want to normalize that, like, you can be alone or be have a small holiday time and still, you know, it still is valid and worthy, of course. And of course, the loneliness sets in on high alert when our lives don't necessarily match like the hallmark movies of what we think it should be. And then, of course, like you mentioned, a lot of us are experiencing loss over these past few years. There's a lot of grief, a lot of struggling. And, you know, if your holidays, again, don't look like what they've always looked like, or if you find yourself alone, remember that you can be your own best friend and you can you can cultivate that loving environment of your own company. And this is something that I've really worked on in my life. Like I really enjoy my downtime. I mean, it was my birthday a few weeks ago and you kept asking me like, what do you want to do? And I was like, you know, I'm good with, you know, doing stuff, but I also like to be by myself and kind of celebrate in my own space. So, just know that if it doesn't look on the outside like you think it should because of what all of the external world makes you feel like it should look like, know that you can start now, like we said, to plan, to cultivate, like, what, what would feel good for you with you?
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think you, it's beautiful. Okay. It's beautiful. It, it can be very lonely. And I think there's a time and a place for being able to own how you feel and tr- do your best not to get trapped in the, into those expectations of what society and what people think that this time of year is supposed to look like and really honor yourself. Yeah. I, I'm going to say when, when I feel lonely, I try to honor the feelings that I'm having. I try to ask myself, what, what's happening for you right now, Barb, which is what I talk about a lot. And then what, what can I do? after I felt the feelings. Okay, now I felt the feelings. I understand how I'm feeling. I understand what's happening. What can I do now for myself? Or where could I, could I call a friend and just have a little conversation with a friend? Could I go for a walk? Could I do something, take myself out and do something for myself that will bring me some joy or that will bring me a, a, a feeling of hmm, all is well in this moment. Yeah. And it is not easy. But it's really a practice of honor, when you honor your feelings, they start to move through you. I had a really, really difficult day last week, a couple days in a row, actually. So it it's so important because once I was able to allow myself to have a couple days in a row that were really emotional and really hard, that by that third day, I just kept saying to myself, Barb, just feel these feelings right now because this too shall pass. No feeling is ever final. Nothing lasts forever. All the things that I know to be true But allowing myself the grace of just being with it, knowing that the time will come in the next hour or the next day where I will have a choice and I will look at, okay, what can I do for myself right now? Or where can I take myself in this situation? And what action might I need to take? I get a lot of clarity when I sit with myself, especially when I'm feeling a lot of emotion.
0: Well, that's interesting because you teed us right up for, you know, if you're feeling confused during these times, you know, pull out your journal and start writing, like, you know, get your thoughts out of your mind and onto paper. Like we've talked about a lot in other episodes, whenever I don't know how to make a decision or I don't know what to do, or I'm searching for that clarity that you were talking about, like I pull out my journal because it's a great tool to uncover and to unpack and to maybe tap into answers that are stuck in our own minds. And, you know, if you're alone or if you're like, you need to take a break, like go and somewhere quiet and journal it out because so often like as we know we've talked a lot about the thoughts in the mind and the repetitive nature and the often negative repetitive thoughts I think those are on overdrive during the holidays when we feel stressed and overwhelmed so if you can just go and take some time to just let it out on paper so you don't let it out on someone else you can feel a sense of relief for sure next if you're feeling frustrated Move your body. Um, like whenever I feel stressed, frustrated, and like I can't seem to shake it, I find that moving through it, like, helps. Like I go for a walk outside, or you know, I'll do some yoga or a workout, or even just like shake it off, like Taylor Swift says. Um, it's really helpful. I think you know when we feel stuck and and uncomfortable with what's happening. Sometimes we need to just physically move through it. It changes like the energy of things.
2: It's powerful. It's been my go-to when I would go to family holiday times, the family dinner, getting ready for the family dinner, prior to the setup for the family dinner. That was my biggest go-to. Besides pausing for a minute here and a minute there and breathing and beginning again, was moving my body, moving myself. So I would be the one who would... Hey, you guys, I'm going to go out and take a walk around the block. I'll be right back. Or I would be the one, do you need anything from the grocery store? I was always the one that wanted to be the person that would go run the task or that would go move my body. And actually, because it, it really, it, I think what's so powerful about that is it gives you another perspective. You're leaving the situation. So if you're, you're in the midst of the family gathering before the family dinner, you know, and the prep and all the things and all the anxiety and all the things that are happening and all the chaos that might be happening. It gives you another perspective because sometimes just stepping out of what is happening in the moment and go join the next moment and then coming back in is gives you just a fresher I think you said this too, Michelle recently. It's like a reset. A reset and then also having having a fresher viewpoint, you know, like a higher vantage p- viewpoint to look at it's things. Like
0: zooming out of your experience. Yes. Yeah.
2: Move your body. And also when, whenever you're feeling any feelings, whenever you're able to breathe move your and move your body and feel your emotions all at the same time, there is a lot of power there because you're actually moving the feelings through your body. Your, your body is helping you release.
0: Yeah. I really feel that. I mean, I know people don't like, you know, when when you think about holidays, you don't always think about like going to a workout or like going for a walk. You know, you just are like, oh, it's the holidays. I want to take some time off of that. But I really look forward to those, you know, my hour of working out or going to yoga or going for a walk because it it resets me for sure.
2: And I love what you just said, Michelle, because what it just triggered inside of me was or what it really made me more aware is when I do that, I don't think of it as I'm going to work out. And I think maybe just setting the intention of moving your body, having that intention. I just want to move my body. This is not... This does not have to be a whole hour-long yoga class. This does not have to be, oh, I've got to walk my five miles today. It truly, because sometimes we get locked into those those hardened mindsets that, oh, if I'm going to do yoga, I've got to do it for a whole hour. If I'm going to do my walk, it, it's not really a walk if I don't walk for at least an hour. Whatever it is that we think. Yeah, so there's in, no
0: rules again.
2: Yeah, so instead of maybe thinking about moving your body as, as um, structured exercise, think about, Doing yoga, if you do yoga, or walking or running or the treadmill or doing a, or just doing dance a fast, around
0: your house by yourself.
2: Think of it as I just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanna really feel my mind body connection right now and change the energy and let these emotions run through me. Yep. It'll give you, I promise you, it'll give you a new perspective.
0: Love the shift of perspective. And kind of piggybacking off of that, if you're feeling angry, find those activities that bring you joy. I mean, anger is a huge feeling during the holidays. It's just sometimes we think like, why are things so unfair? Why does it have to be this way? Or why is it always this way? Why doesn't anything change? And we can really start to feel depleted and angry and bitter. Um, And I think the antidote to that is to do something that really brings you joy. You can make time for self-care for yourself and not feel guilt about it. And, you know, just like we were talking about in the other example, make time to do the stuff that brings you joy. If it is going for a walk or, you know, dancing around your house or um, sitting on your couch with your pet, you know, just relaxing, you know, we all have the tiny joys that we talk about. So find those and, and make an effort or set an intention to do them. Even my tiny joy, especially during the holiday time, is to like go get a coffee and just drive in my car and listen to music. That's not anything major, but it brings me joy. And so if I'm feeling frustrated during those times, like, you know, I'll take a minute, go for that errand, get my coffee and drive. And I, it really helps me come back to center.
2: One of the things I'd like to add here for if you're feeling angry, what I've noticed in myself. Is that if, if I'm feeling angry, let's just say if I'm feeling angry on the day of the holiday, chances are I was already feeling some anger before the day of the holiday. And I believe for me, and maybe you, you all out there listening can, can relate to this, I would really love to know, please leave a message if you want to. I think we bypass the anger that we're feeling leading up, because I don't think we give ourselves permission to feel the anger this is holiday time. I'm supposed to be loving. I'm supposed to be caring. I am get to spend time with all my family or my friends or whatever it is that we're planning. Or I just lost someone dear to me. I'm not allowed to be angry because this is the holiday. Everyone is supposed to be joyful. So I would love to have all of you give yourselves permission. If you get the slightest hit of anger during this holiday time, before the actual meal or before the actual coming together of everyone, sit down, take that pause in that moment. If you get the slightest hint of feeling angry, Sit down with the anger and ask the anger, what's happening? What, what's going on? What am I angry about? What am I feeling right now? What?" Can, and then start to feel the anger, allowing yourselves to feel the anger. You know, I'm angry that my member of my family is, is treating me with disrespect. I'm angry that a member of my family is racist. Or I'm angry that a member of my family passed away this year. So if you allow yourselves prior to the actual day of the event to feel the feelings of anger and lo- allowing yourself to move through those feelings, for me, the anger dissipated little by little by little. And by the time the event came, I didn't have those feelings, those strong feelings of anger that were taking me out of the dinner or out of the party or out of the event. I actually was able to say, oh you know, there's, there's that feeling again. I understand it now. Let me just enjoy this present moment right now. I think it helps us bring it back to the intention of what we wanna show up as, or who we wanna show up as and how we wanna show up. If we can actually honor our feelings when we actually feel them, especially anger.
0: Yeah, and as a side with that too, I think that like we've said very many times on this podcast, if you can find the pause between the reaction of things, if you're feeling angry, you know, during an awkward political conversation at the dinner table or just in someone asks you something inappropriate or any of those things that we tend to dread about the holidays. It's usually our our first instinct to kind of jump back or retort back or to fight back. Um, And, you know, there's always times to get into debates, but if you don't, if you've set that intention where you don't really want to get into awkward conversations, you know, find the pause and think about how you want to react to these things. That pause is really powerful. Um, and it'll just help you to not say things that you don't mean. <laughs> in a way that that's not helpful. You know, you can say your truth in a way that's not going to be inflammatory.
2: Well, I think stepping into the holiday season, but especially stepping into the day of the event, we can never fix anyone anywhere, anytime, anyway. We well, it's know it's not that. our
0: job to either.
2: Exactly. And we can't. So... I would recommend highly don't choose the day of the event to try to fix someone or to try to try to get them to see your side or to use that as the perfect timing. Oh, we're all together. Let me stand up for myself or let me share this because it's not the time. It's not the time or the place, the day of the event, the day of the holiday. And truly that's why planning is so important. If you've got a family member that you truly cannot be with because of oh, there's a whole host of variety of reasons then that's something that I think is really important to make the decision before you show up for the event.
0: Yes ma'am. The
2: day of the event really is not the day to try to fix or change anything in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's about a choice. It's using you don't our po- have to you don't have to show up to every disagreement you're invited to.
2: Exactly, and use your power. As they say. Use your power before the event. Maybe have that hard conversation before so then you can make a decision of what it is that you wanna do.
0: Yes, yes.
2: That is self care for you. And it's standing up for yourself, standing up for your rights, standing up for all of it when you when you do it, when you do it in every moment where you're being called to do it, but sometimes we're scared or sometimes we just don't want to have that confrontation. I don't recommend using the day of the the family event to have that confrontation, especially like if it's one day a year, Hanukkah, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever whatever holiday it is that's that's approaching for, for you. Yeah,
0: you don't need to burn it all down during that time. If you're feeling distracted, you know, I think we get so busy during these times that the time passes and we wake up and it's all over and we're like, where did it go? There's that weird feeling of, I missed it. I missed the holidays. I was so busy. I didn't have time to take it all in. You know, of course, like we say, practice being present. Being present is the greatest present you can give yourself in this time. And, you know, like I said, we can be pulled in lots of different directions and it's really stressful and hard on our nervous system and makes us feel a lot of anxiety. But instead of multitasking and trying to get it all done, Remember, you can do one thing at a time with purpose and intention and focusing and being present will help you like really take in and enjoy every single moment, Um, savor the moments and will leave us feeling more satisfied when everything comes to a close.
2: And I love this affirmation that I use for decades now: "Is that be where I'm going to be where my feet are? If I'm feeling distracted, I love that word, Michelle, because I think we're distracted a lot in life. Yeah. We're just not aware. So if you're starting to feel anxious, that's a that's a I for me, that's a clue that I'm distracted, that I'm not in the present moment, that I'm thinking about the past and something that happened, or I'm I'm worrying or contemplating the future. So the minute you start to feel anxious you're distracted, you're out of the present moment. And so I use this affirmation, be where your feet are, Barb, be where your feet are, be where your feet are. And so when I'm where my feet are, I'm in the present moment and it brings me right back to the moment.
0: Yeah, and I think going back to like joys, one of my favorite holiday joys is watching holiday movies. I love a Hallmark movie. I love, like I have a list of movies that like I watch every single year or I try to. And I look forward to that. And I know I've noticed within myself the past few years that like it's become such second nature to kind of put something on, put a show, put a movie on and then go on your phone. And I feel like I've kind of missed some of these things that I truly love to do because I'm multitasking. Like I'm on my phone while watching my favorite holiday movie and then it goes by and I'm like, okay, it's done. But I don't get that sense of satisfaction that I would have if I wasn't distracted and that can be with a lot of things. If you're with your kids and you're cooking something and you're also, you know, on your phone, you're missing those moments. So whatever those little joys might be, make sure you really are present to them and you're not diverting your energy into something else because it will pass you by and then you won't get that satisfaction and that, you know, completeness that we feel or that we look for in the holidays. So being present really is important.
2: I think of remembering your intention, why you want to why you wanted to be and show up for this holiday season to begin with. And also that idea of having something kind of in your back pocket, or I guess having something in your, in your, in your consciousness or in your psyche or just present for you up for the moment that you're grateful for. When you're starting to feel anxious or distracted, okay, I am so happy that I'm here with my daughter, Michelle. Nothing brings me more joy than being in the present moment with my daughter. And so, really, then just placing your attention there for a moment—all these little there's all these little ways that we can actually start to be present and feel the love and the care and the joy that we're all desiring to have, especially this time of year.
0: Yep. And lastly, like you so nicely again, teed us up for is you know if you're feeling disappointed, practice gratitude. And I know, know, know that that's. A bit cliche to say during the holiday times, especially as Thanksgiving is coming around the corner and, you know, attitude of gratitude. And so often we think that the gratitude has to be grandiose and big and, you know, major. But I've really found that if I can stop looking for all of the things that have been going wrong, especially during the holidays, and start looking at looking for those silver linings, those tiny joys, the, the small things that can make me feel happy um, and be grateful for it. Because even if we're in our worst moments, I do believe that there's always something that we can be grateful for. And again, I don't mean that to be a cliche. I mean you just have to drill down and find the tiniest speck of of goodness in your life and just hold on to it like a life raft because that is something that you can be grateful for. You can be grateful for like the coffee you have in the morning. You can be grateful for, you know, the air that you have air to breathe. You know, it's, it's that basic. It doesn't have to be, you know, that Norman Rockwell, if it's not that I have nothing. And, you know, life is unpredictable. Life is chaotic. Life can change in a moment. And so really take a minute to take that disappointment and find the good that is in your life right now because you know, it, it's always changing. And tomorrow is a different story. So finding gratitude for the gifts of today can help you look for those goodnesses of tomorrow.
2: Oh, that's beautiful, Michelle. I love that. <laughs> I love that. One of the ways. I love that. Say that again. Finding gratitude for the gift of today.
0: For the gifts of today can help us prepare for the goodnesses or the fortunes of tomorrow. Beautiful. I love that.
2: One of the ways that I have found in expressing my gratitude, because you're right, gratitude comes in many, many different forms. And one of the ways that over the years that I have set the intention of showing up is I have become a master at changing the subject when things start to get tense.
0: Yeah, you are... Or when
2: conversations start to a go down. A
0: world-class subject changer.
2: Or when conversations start to go down a path of a multitude of, of conversations that, that are not really going to head into a place of really keeping the peace. One of the intentions that I always set for holidays is I just want to keep my own inner peace. I've set the intention of not letting anything in the outside world during the day, during the day of the event to, to disturb my inner peace. So I want to keep my inner peace. So if there's a difficult conversation that's starting to happen and I can feel it at the table, I will. Because my expressions are for keeping the peace. I don't want to engage into a rabbit hole of a really difficult, hard, hurtful conversation. I will literally change the subject and I'll say something like, wow, did you see the beautiful sunrise today? Mm-hmm. It was so amazing. And I'll go into this whole conversation about... What, uh, what, how the sunrise made me feel, and why I thought it was so special and so unique on this this particular morning? Because every sunrise is unique and special, and I can feel the conversation. I can feel the energy at the table, of the conversation start to shift, and then someone else will say, "Oh, I didn't see the sunrise, but did you see it the other day?" Or, "Oh, you know, it was just a full moon." So it, I know it's the weather <laughs> and stuff, but I think it really matters to have it kind of in your back pocket again, or kind of in your consciousness, like what, what are some of the things that I know will bring people joy to talk about? You know, oh, I just heard about your fabulous trip to India. Tell me about it. Oh my gosh, how was it? What was your favorite place? You know, really trying to guide the conversation to a place of fun, of joy, of peace, of, of non-confrontation, I think is really a, for me, it's been gratitude. I'm grateful for the gift of this new day that I'm here today, even though it's fraught probably with many chaotic moments. And if I can bring it back to a sense of, wow, we are all here present today with some other change of conversation instead of instead of having expressions, using words and expressions during a conversation you know, that engage or rift even further, finding a way to bring the conversation back to a neutral, actually beautiful place, I think is an act of gratitude
0: for sure because like we've been saying you have a choice and you you can choose how you participate in things and how you say things and respond to things and
2: and all of it and you can use your power you know use your power of gratitude use your power of presence use your power of happiness use your power of joy use your power of loving and caring
0: yeah so those are my eight simple shifts for feelings during the holidays. Those are, you know, of course, based on my own personal experience. But I've really found it to be helpful during these times because obviously I've felt all of them. And, you know, feel those feelings, of course. But like you've set your intentions for, for what you want or how you want to feel, move through it and don't let the stress or loneliness or overwhelm or confusion or frustration or anger or distraction or disappointment. Define your time. You know, feel it and move forward.
2: Beautiful, Michelle. This was a nice conversation. I enjoyed having it with you. I, I, I actually, could I could I make a request? Sure. I think our next episode could be a part two or could, could be about how to set boundaries before the holidays come upon us or how to, what are some of the ways that we can set some productive boundaries about the holiday time or how can we actually not participate in drama that we really don't want to participate in? And we've, we've done a lot of good things about, we want you to kind of pause now after you've listened to this episode, pause and really sit with yourself and collect yourself and think and, and breathe and think about how do I want to show up? What kind of intention do I want to show up for this? this last month and a half or so of the year during this holiday season, what kind of energy, kind of new energy would I like to bring to this holiday time?
0: Yeah, we can do that for sure. And perhaps we'll do a little Q&A on social media where you can ask specific questions that you'd like to hear about holiday time and we'll answer that too. So it'll be a holiday extravaganza.
2: I love it. I think that would be really fun.
0: You got it, Barb. Good. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Sure. So... You know just remember to ultimately outside of everything else like care for yourself and love yourself like you like you would any of your close loved ones or family or friends because you do deserve that and i know it's hard but just take good care of yourself whatever that looks like for you during these times and remember that no feeling is final this too shall pass and at, at the baseline of it, it's just another day. So if it's not something that you're feeling like you're up for, you don't you don't need to. You can choose, and I hope that that's helpful for you all. But again, we'll do a part two. We'll put out the the Q and A. So if you have anything that you want us to touch on specifically, we can do that in the next episode. And and I have, have
2: some ideas too of oh, things good. that we could touch on and. She's got surviving ideas. and navigating and managing difficult holiday ga- gatherings or things that are kind of taking us out. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Fantastic. Well, wishing you all a safe and happy holiday of Thanksgiving. If you celebrate or just happy time with family and cultivating gratitude and happiness, whatever that looks like for you, wherever you are. We're very, very grateful for everyone who is in our little Barb Knows Best family. It's such a joy to be with you all week in and week out. It's so amazing for us to hear from you all. I love when I get DMs from some of you that are saying like, I'm listening to this episode and, you know, I love this, this, this or this or whatever it might be. It's just a, it's a real joy for us. And, you know, obviously this is our first year of the podcast. And definitely when I'm sitting, sitting with myself and journaling and thinking of things that I'm grateful for, I'm definitely grateful for, the Barb Knows Best community and this podcast. And of course for you, mother. Um, So thank you so much for making, making this what it is. And, you know, super excited for what is to come. Beautiful. Of course, if you'd like to stay in touch with us, which we hope you do, please make sure you're following us at, on social media at Peaceful Barb at Barb Knows Best pod and at Michelle Maros You know, look out for the little Q&A that we're going to do so you can have your questions answered. But it's also a great way to send us messages and let us know other topics that you'd like us to touch on on the podcast. If you haven't already and if you like this podcast, which we hope you do, please make sure you like subscribe, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, etc., And if you haven't yet, lots of asks, but please make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave us a review because that helps us so much and we would be extra grateful for it this year. Thank you so much again for listening and being with us. Thank you, mom, for sharing your insights. Thank you all. And we'll chat with you next week because as we know, Barb knows best.